Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammy. Hey there, Cammy. Hey, Bryant. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm. This is. We're just recording this. Uh, you know, normally I don't want to break the fourth wall of when we record. It's a. Especially November is kind of wacky because this is. This is going to be up at the last week of November, but we're recording it before we know who the president who will be next is. I'll just say that. We're in the middle of that. So this will be really refreshing, hopefully, when <laughs> when we when I'm listening to this in two weeks when I'm mixing it and getting it all prepped and pretty, and I'll listen back and be like, ha ha, I was so worried over nothing. Or, you know, other th- feelings. <laughs> Do you think we'll know the president by the time this comes out? Because <laughs> I'm not sure. I, yeah, who knows? God. Well... Everyone, uh, welcome. You'll notice if you've been listening this November, it's a little, uh, it's just me and Cammy. no special guests. We've had some really fantastic episodes this month. If you haven't checked them out, we had our um, resident Irish representative, Debbie, on earlier. Rob's talked about koi fish um, from his podcast, The Aquarium Guys. Those were both really, really fun episodes. So please um, check out Rob's and then uh, check out Debbie's if you haven't. So this, though, is, is a good old-fashioned episode. Uh, me and Cammy. what we do is, on mystery, we like to discuss mythology and history. Cammy will traditionally give a story, and today we have a wonderful original story, as we've had a few in the past. And then I will kind of head a discussion where we talk about some of the sources, the facts, and things like that. Well, this one is, is a little interesting because it's not... Um, <laughs> it's I, I was joking to myself because I do that. Uh, this is our third Jack, Cammy. <laughs> so we've discussed uh, two Victorian era Jacks, uh, Spring Hill Jack, which was awesome, and Jack the Ripper very recently last month. And this time we're talking about Jack Elope, the mythology- <laughs> mythological uh, rabbit. Yeah, isn't that great? Our third Jack. Like that's his last name, right? Elope. Yeah, Jack Elope. <laughs> So, yeah, the jackalope, uh, fun myth, uh, creature thing, not even a cryptid. Not, it's not real, guys. It's not real. I'm sorry. Or is it? Myth busted. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a fun... This st- actually might be more real than, like, uh, I don't know, Nessie or... Uh, Good point. No Christian meddling in this one. <laughs> but it's it's a fun it's – it's, it is a really fun story, and I'm, I'm aware of it. You know, Jackalope is basically a rabbit that has, like, antlers, essentially. It's, it's a, a – as Wikipedia puts it, it's a portmanteau um, of jack, rabbit, and antelope. I mean, which is obvious, but I never thought about it or, or read those words in secession. So, um, yeah, it's a fun story, and, and there isn't a lot of, like – crazy experience, you know, Mothman style for this. So, Cammy, um, please regale us with your original story. Okay. I used uh, the website, and I would say it is, if I can find uh, through my election results, <laughs> it is the uh, website for this, cityofdouglas.org and the legend of the jackalope. 5.02 a.m., My alarm won't go off for another 58 minutes, but I can't sleep. My feet hit the cold floor, and my dog, lazy as he wants to be, bounds up. I fix his breakfast and mine while the coffee brews. Not that I need it. Twelve-year-olds don't usually drink this stuff, and I'm wide awake anyway, 
because today is jackalope season. My brother fumbles into my front door, his warm hunting hat askew, his, hand, his hands practically shaking. My father had been hyping us up all night with stories about how he shot a jackalope when he was our age. We only have one day a year and one hour of that day to hunt. He calls out to me in the darkness of my parents' living room. In the kitchen! He comes in, full of happy. We've got a buyer for the horns. Mr. Tomlinson at the corner store said he wants he wants the head when we bag him, he says. We haven't even left the house yet. Plus, I thought you said they were worth more alive on account of the milk. He grunted and sat down at the table. I made him a plate of eggs, and we ate in relative silence. I know he said the milk was worth more. I know it. Plus, in the five years we've been doing this, we've never even seen one. We finished breakfast and walk out into the nearly melted snow. It's a custom for jackalope hunters to sing cowboy songs as they walk, on account of jackalopes being unable to control their desires to sing tenor along with the people. My brother pulled out a bottle of whiskey stole from my father's liquor cabinet and started to pour it along the path behind us. Jackalopes can't resist the stuff. Part of me wondered that if we did catch one and managed to keep it, if the amount of whiskey it would require to keep us safe from being gored would be worth the price we could fetch for the milk. And it certainly wouldn't be if mom caught us with the stuff. Look, it's a nest, my brother said as he walked into the woods behind, my, behind the cabin. It wasn't a nest. That's not a nest, I said back to him as I picked up the pace to follow him more closely. Yeah, it is. Look. He pointed to several eggs sitting on top of a pile of straw. That's a chicken's nest. Jackalopes lay colorful eggs like candy. Oh, that must be one of the chickens who got out of Dad's coop last month. Yeah, it must be. We walked further into the woods. We only had 40 minutes left. We had to cover some ground. So we walk, walked and sang. Then suddenly we saw it, a gleaming white body close to the ground, but too big to be a rabbit. Both of us stopped dead. It spotted us, and the chase was on. I'd never seen something so fast in my life. We ran full force into the woods, branches scratching our face and hands as we followed it. We thought we lost it for a minute, but my brother spotted it, and we kept running. Fear filled both of us because it could corner us. We might be done for. Those horns are like razors. Finally, we hit a clearing. Out of breath, we could hear laughing in the distance. And my father appeared, fishing pole in hand. There was no water around, so we both just stared in confusion. He was holding something in his other hand. We walked closer, still breathing heavy. You boys look like you've seen a jackalope. Such an elusive creature. He held up what looked to be a stuffed animal with horns. Don't worry, boys. I got him for you. He threw the toy at our feet and laughed heartily. My brother and I exchanged confused glances until finally my father fessed up. It was me. I tied him to this fishing pole and started to reel him in when I heard you near the clearing. You boys run fast. That's not fair. You had us chase a stuffed animal? The time's almost up. We can't get one now. My brother looked to be close to tears. Hey now, there's always next year. Now let's go take a walk. I'll show you how to spot him. You know, the milk is more valuable than the horns. But I'm not sure if it's worth all the money you'd spend on whiskey to keep, them, to keep from getting gored. Maybe we can find a nest and raise one so it's not so mean, my brother said. Well, I don't think there's any rule against keeping eggs. Let's look. A broad smile swept across my father's face. 
We all agreed and followed further into the woods in search of our elusive prey. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. That's a great, like, encompassing of, you know, all right, so... No, jackalopes aren't real. Um, it's not something that's really been around uh, for very long either as we know it. In fact, I, I had to kind of look it up too because I'll, I'll just get into it a little bit more. But the 1930s is essentially where this sort of is originated from or is, is credited with. But the word jackalope, um, Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online and, and a few other little sources talk about that it it's the the known use and recording of jackalope wasn't until the 1950s. So even in the 30s, there's this guy Douglas Herrick who is uh, con- who has the first confirmed air quotes jackalope in 1932. He he says he found a dead one sprawled in his shop, um, but it's reported. This was a, an article from thewire.com that it was just one that died near some horns, and then this dude taxidermied it up. Um, so 1930s, this happens, but the 50s is when the, it comes. But it's it's all it's the West, Western United States is where it's kind of reported. So yeah, you totally could imagine some kids going jackalope hunting in the trying to get some. I love the milk is the thing. Um, <laughs> get the milk. So yeah, I I'm trying to think. I bet you some cartoon or something. That's where I first heard of them. Um, and it's it's kind of it's really funny. There's there's two aspects when you're kind of looking into the, them that that is really interesting and that's the real kind of cause and most likely what helped this myth kind of become as pervasive as it is and that's because and if you look it up it's actually kind of creepy there is an affliction that will cause uh, bunnies to essentially grow hard horn looking things out of their head. Or body, I should say. It's it's the Shope papillomavirus, similar to the human papillomavirus. And for, for bunnies, it's it's a virus that can uh, – it's it's uh, corrupt cells. Um, it builds these cancerous, keratinized, hard horn tumors. They're, they're just these giant tumors. And it's kind of wild. They do – like there's a picture on Wikipedia you can see, and it's coming out of its mouth. And unfortunately, it can even kill them because they can't feed because it's literally just obstructing their mouth. Um causing them not to eat. But if, I mean, you can totally imagine they're not very like antler like, but if you don't get a great look at one of these things and it's growing on top of its head. Yeah, absolutely. You would imagine that. And horned rabbits actually have kind of some deeper roots. Um, Wikipedia talks about a 13th century Persian work that depicts a rabbit with a single horn, like in a, in a unicorn kind of way. So it may be this was inspired by this papillomavirus, you know, happening there uh, and things like that. Um, it, it's kind of interesting, too. There, there's been a few other things throughout time um, in Europe, uh, the medieval and Renaissance uh, folklore. Uh, it kind of appears here and there especially um in bavaria they have something called the wolpertinger um and it's it there's no real main stories here i i guess it's just kind of like art and things like that i love um there's this subreddit um what is it um not accidental renaissance that's a really good one oh tripping through time there's this great subreddit called tripping through time where people basically make memes out of old art and there's really crazy ones of like 
giant rabbits carrying away people on like what what are kind of like stretchers, and you're just like, what 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 were these people <laughs> thinking? So I just like to think that you know they already had these weird paintings of cats like in robes and things like that. And then what what if one of these artists came across a rabbit with this the HPV? Um, What's really cool, too, is this was actually um, in an encyclopedia in the 18th century. There was this a, a rabbit, a horned rabbit called the Lepus Cornutus, and it was uh, by Pierre Joseph Bonaterre. Uh, it was in a, a so this French encyclopedia um, in the in the uh, 18th century, and it was totally believed there was there's a sketch of it, and it looks like a rabbit, and it's got it, it, they're kind of antler like, but they do kind of look like. These papillomavirus things—they're—they're they're not as clean as uh, antler, or you know, uh, yeah, antlers are. They're—they're um, they're a little more jagged, and that's what if you look at the picture on Wikipedia or online, they—they they don't the, the the keratinized horns, the tumors—they don't grow neatly. They—they they grow kind of funky. They're—they're they're not very clean. So um, yeah, this was a, a horned hair from the 16th century, 17th and 18th century that was cons- uh, believed to be exist, like totally real. So it was, this wasn't a mythical creature, um, almost like a unicorn, you know, it, it was something that like you, you could say in Europe, like, Oh, I saw a horned hair and people were like, yeah, that's the Lepus Cornutus. So, um, and, and there's a few other, like, uh, in, uh, like tall tail kind of things as well is where it's grown uh, mainly in the 19th and 20th century. Uh, this, this started to grow. And then in the 21st century as well. Um, but the, the Jack uh, Jackalope is really what kind of it's, it's cool. Cause it's, it's a home myth. Uh, you know, it's an American kind of thing. And it in itself is a part of these like outlandish things, like the way you kind of talk about like the milk and the whiskey, like the jackalopes are said to be dangerous, like so dangerous. Um, this was from Wikipedia. Jackalopes are said to be so dangerous that hunters are advised to wear stove pipes on their legs to, <laughs> to keep from being gored. That was like a thing. So it was just these, these funny little things. And yeah, um, stores in, so in Douglas, um, I, I don't know if it's named after the guy who found it, but in Wyoming, in Douglas, Wyoming, stores will sell jackalope milk um, and all that stuff. So, oh yeah, uh, according to legend, jackalopes can imitate the human voice. Um, it, it's just really funny. Uh, <laughs> I... I, again, I really just like how this is going. Um, a really notable other story, though, uh, that I really liked. I don't know if this is its own episode, but there's this uh, horned rabbit called the Al Mirage. It's an Arabic uh, originated uh, creature, and it's it's actually really featured in video games and Dungeons and Dragons nowadays. But apparently, Al Mirage is this um, famous beast kind of a it's it's uh, that was located on this mysterious island that called the sea serpent island in the indian ocean and according to legend this this beast was given to alexander the great after he killed a large dragon so that's a kind of cool uh horny rabbit story for you alexander killing a dragon and getting his own horned rabbit but yeah so it's a fun little story. Uh, it, it essentially originated in the 1930s with Douglas uh, finding it and then having a, a knack for taxidermy. Um, it, it's really attributed to like the West and uh, yeah, you, the New York Times also attributes it to, to Douglas Herrick. Um, the, the, their story talks about um, 
Douglas and his brother, when they were teenagers hunting, going on a hunting trip for jackrabbits, and they, yeah, they threw the carcass into a taxidermy store uh, of this rabbit, and then it landed right next to some deer antlers, and they were like, ding, money time. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, I, I thought it would be, I don't know. Like, we've we, uh, one of my favorite episodes we did um, pretty early on in the show was on the chupacabra, and one of the most interesting things is how the chupacabra we were like oh yeah this is gonna in eighth century bce the chupacabra <laughs> and it was like in 1993 or whatever you know like it was the 90s <laughs> for the chupacabra and we were like what you just don't think that these things start so late like even the mothman was what the 70s right that sure, whole thing yeah. so it's really funny but no the jackalope i mean the jackalope it's it's got some roots to it but it's just this funny capitalist thing like almost um it, it reminds me of the yeti when we talked about the yeti too i know i'm just kind of bouncing from episode to episode but the, the source that i used talked about uh the guy who went to kind of who went to um tibet right uh he saw like stores on the street selling like yeti fur and yeti feet and yeti toenails and you know like all this they were just cashing in on the tourism of it all and douglas wyoming's totally like in on that too which is fun i mean it's really fun there's a big uh statue that you can like ride mothman style and take a picture or you don't ride the mothman one you can if you want (laughs) but you can take a picture with the mothman one so yeah it's it's cool how it's been really ingrained in this and it just kind of like kicked off and i guess it was a really good time too because being in the 30s like it it was just in an ample way of of going out there and douglas would have been like 13 when it all went down or 12 when it all went down too so it's really funny just how it all began and if it is true that douglas kind of started it the 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 jackalope as we know it then that then that'd be really great i just what i think is really interesting though is Again, it it attributes the jackalope being the the name being used in the 50s. So I wonder what they would have called it then. But I think I think it just it's sort of over time faded it together. So even if he didn't use the term jackalope in uh, 32, it quickly became that way. But um, yeah, it uh, in the end, though, the the papilloma virus, while we don't know if that really uh, helps Douglas think of it. The papillomavirus situation more than likely is what uh, is attributed for sort of a legendary figure like this Lepus Cornutus. But again, I mean, the thing is, even with these hair stories, the craziest one we have is the one about Alexander the Great. It could have inspired, you know, this, this, uh, the, the, the tumors could have inspired someone to think of a story of this magical rabbit, but who knows? It's, it's just wild. There's, there's like, it's it's a very small pool of content, but there's some really cool things. And this, the papillomavirus, while it probably didn't directly inspire Douglas to make the jackalope, it definitely helps kind of the spirit of all of this in a way. Um, and it's wild, yeah. It's it's really cool. I recommend checking pictures out. I might throw one in the 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 notes so you can see. It's a little goofy though, so if you're squeamish, you may not wanna <laughs> may not wanna look at it. It. It reminds me of the legendary Black Beast of Arg from Monty Python. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's just this little bunny rabbit, but it's going to murder you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty wild. Um, Yeah, that's that's the jackalope. Uh, Kami's story did a really good job of of kind of encompassing when that specific part kind of came famous. And I've covered a, a blanket of things here, but they all kind of have this loose thread. So I, 
hope that it kind of makes sense as I'm going through. One last thing I didn't um, mention actually is there is in Central America um, the Huichol uh, people. They're uh, known in Mexico, indigenous in, to Mexico, and they actually have uh, mythological references to horn rabbit creatures that are very important through their oral traditions. Um, it ha- specifically actually kind of talks about of a horn rabbit and a deer getting horns from the rabbit. And that the rabbit and the deer were paired, not like combined. Um, and it kind of marks day signs in the calendar of the Mesoamerican period around the time of the Aztecs and things like that. So it's huh. – yeah, it's. I thought that was really cool that that's like I guess an, uh, an origin story of how deer got it. So again, maybe someone came across a – uh, a rabbit that was suffering from the virus and was like, oh, you know, and then boom, oral tradition goes wild and carries on for a while. So, yeah, some fun stuff to to think about. Um, well, Cammy, thank you so much for your original story. Always welcome. <laughs> um, everyone, let us know what you think. If you have any rabbit papillomavirus stories to share with us, let us know. You can join us on our Facebook page. Hit us up at mystery at gmail.com. Twitter, Instagram, watch us on YouTube, mystery.threadless.com. Check us out. We're going to be at the beginning of December, which should be a week. We've got some events coming up, um, some big shows that we're doing, live shows that we're doing for some conventions, Indie Pods, United, and stuff like that. It's going to be really fun. We're excited. We've had some experience, but this time we're ready, right? Yeah, yeah, we're definitely ready. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I think that covers it. Cammy, have anything to add? No, I th- I think we've we've got it. Awesome. Well, everyone, uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Oh, oh. jackalope. <laughs> <laughs>